This is HPR episode 2272 entitled, In which our hero takes 4 hours to install Hyper-V Server 2012. It is posted by only half the time, and is about 13 minutes long, and carries an explicit flag. The summary is, A Tale from the Trenches, When Good Servers Go Bad. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. and felicitations, Hacker Public Radio. My name is only half the time, the reluctant Windows sysadmin. This is my second contribution to your glorious podcast. I come to you today with a tale of strife, of victory, and of Windows servers. In which our hero takes four hours to install Hyper-V Server 2012. This story was originally published on March 19th, 2017, on Reddit.com, sysadmin and Reddit.com, Tales from Tech Support, under the same name, only half the time. So, we had this server. As all servers are wont to do, this one had run successfully for a number of years. Everything worked perfectly, until it didn't. It ran, to my knowledge, only Hyper-V server on its system drive and had a second set of drives for hosting the VM that ran Microsoft Deployment Toolkit to service our depot. Our depot was on its own physical network, sharing with production only an ISP DMARC. I had long since abandoned the depot and its trappings, thinking it someone else's domain, thinking my time better spent on client systems, thinking that I didn't need to know what happened in the oft-ignored part of our operation. I assumed that it was set up properly, since it had been stable for so many years. But you know the old saying, when you make assumptions, you make an ass out of you and mumptions. The Problem Our monitoring systems report the two servers offline, the hypervisor and its virtual. I sent our depot technician to take a look. They come back online, and he tells me that it needed to be rebooted. Having divested myself from giving a damn about the depot, I barely found the energy to shrug. Then it happened again. And I again sent the technician, and promptly got wrapped up in some client-facing issue. I forgot about the servers until they went offline a third time. I didn't have to tell my depot tech. He was watching the same feed as I at this point. He rummaged a bit came back with a story of defeat and virtual disks not being found. The server won't boot because the virtual disk can't be found, he said. Okay, so you mean the virtual won't come up, but what about the physical, I replied. No, that's what I mean. It won't get past BIOS. It's complaining of a virtual drive not being found. 
Sounds bogus. Let's look. Well, he was not wrong. That is what the screen said, and what it meant was raid failure. I slid off the front of the server case, and sure enough, one of the drives had popped. Oh, did I mention? No backup. The Rabbit Hole Drives pop sometimes. Ain't no thing. We build systems to be resilient. You slap a fresh one in there, it starts resilvering, you get on with your day. Not this time, gentle listener. While digging through the raid controller, I found, to my amazement, horror, and utter confusion that whatever chucklefuck set up this server put the two system drives in a raid zero. As I stared at the screen in that blinking amber drive light, all that could pass my lips was a quiet, Oh my god, why? In this scenario, I didn't see any way forward but through. So far, it had been demonstrated that the bad drive would behave for about two hours, then throw a fit. I shut down the server and took some time to think about how to proceed. In that time, I rediscovered some of the things that the virtual server was serving. Things like Microsoft Deployment Toolkit, DNS, DHCP, Pixie Boot, but most importantly, the lone domain controller for Depot.local. Oh, and it was the only machine that was set up to manage the hypervisor through the Hyper-V console and server manager. Great. Compounding the issue, the virtual was not stored on the separate set of RAID 1 disks in the server, as I had assumed. It was stored on the system drive. Oh joy, oh rapture. New mission, rescue that virtual. The Struggle First things first, I assume I'll only have one chance to rescue this data before the drive bites the dust for good. I plug in the VGA and keyboard and take a deep breath. I turn on the server. It fails to boot into the operating system. Come on, you little shit. I take out the drive, put it back in. Success. We boot into the OS and I'm presented with a logon screen. Password. There are no logon servers available to process your request. Shit, that's right. Ah, the virtual is the only DC. Okay, local admin it is. Login successful. Sweet. Presented with a command line and sconfig. Grab the terminal, start poking about. CD to C and dir. Find a folder named VMs. Bingo. Start copying the VHDX to the RAID 1 set. The server moves the data at a respectful 700 megabits per second, considering its current degraded state. It eventually finished the transfer after about 10 agonizing minutes, shut down the physical to preserve the bad drive. We are out of the woods, but it's still a long way to Grandma's house. The King is Dead. Long live the King. I have a plan. Now that I have the VHDX, and since we clearly need a replica server, I'm going to push my luck. I'll build a new server and see if I can't replicate that virtual. I happen to have a disused server sitting right next to the bad one. It's admittedly dissimilar hardware, but that shouldn't be a problem. I don't know why it's lying dormant or what it was used for in the days of yore, but it's mine now. Eminent Domain. And here is the story of how it took me four hours to install an operating system that usually takes three minutes. 
We need to load up Hyper-V 2012 on this new server first. As a standard procedure, I disconnect all but one drive from the motherboard. I do this because sometimes the Windows installer decides that the system partition belongs on a different drive from the C partition, and it makes me cry. I used Rufus. What a fantastic little utility, really. I need to donate to that guy to make the Hyper-V 2012 boot disk from ISO. You know how it takes a few times to get a USB to go into its slot correctly? Not me. I whipped that bad mammoth jamma like a shuriken from 30 feet away, and it slid perfectly into the front of the server. Fireworks. A hundred doves. The works. Boot it. Get to the installer part where it asks you upon which drive you wish to install it. Boom. Error. Setup was unable to create a new system partition or locate an existing system partition. Weird. Sounds like a problem with a disk, right? Open up disk part, clean it, format, create partition, sign it a letter. No go. Try a different drive. Nope. Disconnect the CD drive, maybe. No dice. Connect all the drives and try each one. Nada. Bring up into Ubuntu, uh, use Gparted to redo what I did in disk part? Silch. Recreate the install media. Goose egg. Try the back USB ports. I'm running out of ways to say no, but in essence nothing was making this error go away. Screw it. Maybe this is why the server was sitting unused. Maybe it's a bad MOBO or something, and frankly, I don't care. Part out the drives, drunk it. We happen to have a literal pile of servers to pick from, so I grab the one on top because it's the most similar to the bad server and because you must be out of your damned mind if you think I'm digging through that mound of junk. This'll do nicely. Remember how I said I didn't want anything to do with the depot? I still don't. I want this new server to be unkillable. May he reign for a thousand generations. So I may have gone a little overboard with the RAID setup for one simple hypervisor, which is going to be backed up and replicated. That there is a 1 terabyte RAID 1 with a hot spare and a 500-ish gigabyte RAID 5 with a hot spare. I never want to hear from the server again. Okay, so we start the Windows Server install and the same error. No way. I have done this dozens of times. This is insane. I've used this exact same USB drive to do it. I can use it on an ancient spare laptop and go through the whole install perfectly fine. I dug through pages of posts on forums and tried every last solution suggested except one. I find on page three of Google, which honestly I didn't even think existed until this day, Someone say that it only failed for them when they used a USB 3.0 drive to install. I look at the end of my USB install media. I see blue, and then I see red. No way. So, I hunt around for a USB 2.0 drive. Takes me a few minutes, but we did have one holding up the leg of a table. Rufus took a little bit longer chewing on this one. When the drive was cooked, I gingerly placed it into the receptacle and crossed my fingers. If this didn't work, that's it. I'm out of ideas. No clue. But it did work. I couldn't believe it. USB 3.0. Why, Windows? Why? Playing with fire. Creating a new domain is a pain in the ass. 
I considered a number of possibilities, but now that I had the reinstalled the server figured out, I figured let's go nuts and join the new hypervisor to the old domain depot.local. If you'll remember from six years ago when I started telling you this story, the sole virtual server performed DHCP, DNS, and domain controller functions. I powered up the bad physical server. It complained, but complied. I started the virtual, no issue. Waited a few minutes, and then joined the shiny new server to the domain depot.local. From there, with the DC up and running, it was a simple matter of using the Hyper-V console to set up replication. After about an hour of pacing back and forth like I was awaiting the birth of my first child, the virtual made it and was failed over successfully. There are a few more issues to resolve, like the DNS server having the wrong IPs for just about everything, even though they've all been using the same statics for years. DHCP not responding on port 4011 for Microsoft Deployment Toolkit and Pixie Boot. DHCP being handed out by the virtual and by the router on the same subnet, and the DNS server refusing to connect over the Hyper-V switch, but now at least I don't have a knot in my stomach. I don't know how this environment ever worked like this. What a mess to clean up. I ripped the bad half of that RAID 0 out of that server like a man possessed. I nailed it to the wall behind my desk. There is a sign under it that reads, RAID 0 is not RAID. If you use RAID 0 on anything, I will throw this hard drive at your head. I have good aim. It will probably hit your mouth. Once again, my name is Only Half the Time. You can reach me at onlyhalfthetime at gmail.com. I am the reluctant Windows Systems Administrator. Uh, this is my second contribution to Hacker Public Radio. I promise I'll make a third as soon as I have some content worthy of your glorious uh, podcast. Uh, until then, I'm signing out. Y'all have a great day. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.